Let him have it, Chris. 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 There's a button and a switch for everything. What's that? You're listening to Aerial View worldwide on the internet. No tricks about Chris. What kind of radio no show is this? I heard his voice on the tape and it really put the hook in me. Many, many times Shortwave on both the light program and the home service. This is the state of New Jersey, and I don't care who you are. Chris, you get out of here. Let's talk. I'm sick of talking. Stop, you get out of here. Jesus, we can stop saying that. I know how to talk to people. That's clear as a mother's own I heard it over the radio. Real stupid. I'm not just talking about one person. I'm talking about everybody. I'm talking about form. I'm talking about content. I'm talking about interrelationships. I'm talking about God, the devil, hell, heaven. Do you understand? Finally! Then you will not take me off the air for now or for any other speechless time. I'll pitch my voice wherever I please. I'm a famous radio personality now. Most people today couldn't care less about the radio personalities. I couldn't agree with you more. He's always talking about some radio star that I never heard of. You don't like my stories? You don't have to listen to my program. Listen to the radio. Find out what's going on. Listen to the talk shows and you will find out what's going on in this country. Oh, man, talk radio. Yes, talk radio. It's so boring, man. Okay, okay. The car just, just committed suicide. Shut up, man. I have an idea now. First name, mister. Middle name, period. Last name, team. I just hope this man realizes that being able to communicate with people all over the world carries a serious responsibility. Come on, baby. Show the man your power, baby. Blast him. Give him some of that tone. Oh, man. Showtime. Don't you smile and blow me a kiss for this one. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen of the radio audience. Very auspicious beginning. Sure, the talk show. You know, people phone in and make a beef. Oh, what about? Whatever happens to bug you, that's what you talk about. Sometimes he agrees with the caller, other times he sets him straight. Because you're bastard people. You know, those words hurt. But of course, you must realize they come from a man who's gone mad with depression. 
Yeah, unfortunately, it seems to happen to some of our greatest geniuses. People like Oppenheimer, Schweitzer, Boxcar Willie. And that's why today we're especially sad to announce that Chris has in fact been found certifiably depressed. Hi, I was wondering if this was the same Chris T who does um, the radio show. Because um, if it is, I think your show is really great. Um, but if it isn't, um, I'm sorry to have bothered you. Here I am yet again down in uh, my store, That Cave, 106 Partition Street here in Saugerties, New York. On a Friday night at 6 p.m. trying to broadcast live and trying to have you join me by phone. I've got things worked out to where we should be able to hear you and you should be able to hear me. So I want somebody, first of all, to test the damn technology and see if it works. 760-422-5528-760. I call AV is the number to uh, reach me here in Saugerties, where uh, the store was open today as part of a three-day weekend. Pretty exciting. Met a lot of fine folks today and actually sold a few things. So that was good. Heard some great stories, too. I'm in it for the stories, baby. Love to hear those stories of where people are from, why they're up here, what they're doing with their lives, what they did with their lives. You learn so much once you start asking a few questions. And that's kind of my thing, is asking questions. Uh, tonight's show is entitled Boat Anchor. Because I've had this idea for a long time for a show. I'd love to do like a 15-minute show. So it wouldn't really take up too much of your time. About the heaviest, most useless object that you own. And no, we're not talking about a person. We're talking about a thing. If you call to tell me about your boat anchor, which is an expression that uh, I, I learned as a kid... My, for, probably from one of my brothers, probably trying to get rid of some crappy outboard motor that had seized up and he didn't know what to do with it. This thing's a, this thing's a boat anchor. Piece of shit. That's probably where I first heard that phrase. But boat anchor summons up a picture in your mind of some big heavy thing that you would just as soon throw overboard. It's weighing you down, man. Now, of course, if you drill down too far on this metaphor, he's a metaphor. It may not work. It's a fabulous disaster. He's a symbol. Metaphor. He embodies the dementia of a nihilistic generation. He's a star. Yeah, there you go. If you drill down too far on this, it may not work because 
what an anchor does is it keeps you in position. You throw an anchor off a boat when you don't want to drift. So an anchor is a useful thing, but an anchor also can weigh you down. So it's a descriptive phrase. And I think for our purposes, it's the best one we're going to find. Boat anchor. So that's why the so the show's called Boat Anchor tonight. Because I want to hear your stories of those things that you have that you can't seem to get rid of. You've been dragging it around from one place to another. You don't know what to do with it. Nobody wants it. It's rusty. It's old. It's a piece of crap. Doesn't work. I'll tell you, I'll start first. Because this was always aerial view on the Hound NYC. Where, don't forget, on Sundays, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, New Hound Howls. And then, of course, crashing the party at uh, 5 p.m. Coming to you with a beautiful mix of those doo-wops. You got those doo-wops on vinyl, do you? Mark and Miriam, 5 p.m. Eastern Time. But the boat anchor is that thing that you would just as soon lose if you could. But nobody wants it. So uh, give us a call, 760-422-5528, 760-I-CALL-AV. And really, I just want to see if I figured it out to where it's going to work, where I can hear you and you can hear me. I don't even care what you have to say. You might as well be like a Charlie Brown teacher. You can just go wah, 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 and it wouldn't matter if I can hear the wah, 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 wah. Then we're good. And um, my other plan for tonight, since I'm pretty much flying solo here down in the basement of that cave, uh, is to put together a song. I have an idea for a song. And you might know that a few weeks ago, I was a guest on uh, the Watt from Pedro show with Mike Watt. He uh, interviewed me and he played a bunch of music that I've made over the years. And it's available out there. Look for... Watt from Pedro show. He doesn't like to call it the P word. He doesn't use the P word. He's uh, very doctrinaire about that. I kind of get it. I kind of know what he means. And um, at the end of my time with Mike Watt, he said uh, that I should be doing more. I should be doing music. I should be recording music. And I said, sure. I'll, I'll do a song if you play on it. So right now what I'm doing is I'm calling out just to see if my technology Hello, works. Hello, you've reached Philip Travisano. Oh, uh, yeah, see, I can hear him. But because it's a message, who knows if he can hear me. I'm going to try uh, one more friend who is in my uh, list here. And I don't have to go and find them. And see, and I doubt sincerely, by the way, that this person will pick up the phone because it is Memorial Day weekend. And uh, he's probably out memorializing somebody. Something tells me. I'm going to try it anyway, just to see what's going on in the world. And this it's going to be one of these kind of shows. This is a catch-as-catch-can show. And sometimes things don't work. Too bad. What do you want for nothing? Let's see if he picks up. 
And furthermore, if he can hear me. I doubt. Hi, this is Jeff. Yeah, I know. I'm unavailable. No one's going to answer their phone on Memorial Day weekend. I'm going to try one more friend. This is the call of friend round of Aerial View. And I doubt this is going to work. I'm going to try it. And then I'm going to pivot to something else because I picked up a 12-string guitar recently. And I'm going to use it to compose a song that Mike Watt will play on. Your call has been forwarded to to an automated voice messaging. You know, you get the feeling sometimes. (laughs) All right, here's what I'm going to try to do. I'm going to pivot again to California. Maybe it's early enough in California that people aren't already doing their thing. And maybe, just maybe, our friends in California bail us the hell out. It's ringing. Good. I also know that it's it's like an unknown number, right? So people don't want to pick up an unknown number. It's quite possible. Here's the show for tonight. I'm going to go through my entire phone book. Call everybody I know until someone picks up the phone. And we'll see how far we have to go into the alphabet. For someone to answer. Hello? Hey, Cato? Hey. Hi. Hey, it's Chris T. How are you? Hi. Good. You, do you, I'm, I'm do you have a... I'm I'm going to pull over because I'm on my way to work. Oh. What? Jeez. Well... I, you're uh, you're you're on the air. I'm doing my show. I I was really calling to see if my phone system worked. I couldn't reach anybody. You're the first person to pick up the phone. So yep, your yeah. phone system's working. Okay. I heard your call. I safely pulled over to the side of the road because I can, don't have a hands-free device. And you can hear me. Now. Okay. Listen, I'm not going to bother you, but have a good Memorial Day weekend. Thanks. I don't want to make you late for work. To serve wine. It's Dina Ramona in Ramona, California. You know, it's a lovely spot, Ramona, California. If you're anywhere near San Diego, it's about 45 minutes, uh, I would say, kind of northeast of San Diego, up towards the mountains. And it's a beautiful place and probably a great place to spend the day right now, sipping wine with Cato. Absolutely. On the patio under the umbrellas. You know, in my heart of hearts, I wish I could say to you, Cato, that we're right around the corner and we'll be there in half an hour. But that's not true. You could come do your show from there. Wouldn't that be fun? You know, one of these days, uh, the wife and I are are talking about coming back to San Diego, but probably more towards the wintertime. So hopefully it'll all still be there and we can go. Right? Yeah. How's Murray? Everything good? It's starting starting to open up. um, people are behaving pretty good. Um, good. Yeah, I think that June fifteenth we can take our mask down. Are you vac? You got vaccinated, right? I am vaccinated, fully vaccinated. Yes, I am. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Me absolutely. Too. Well, what time do you have to be there? I'm not making you late, am I? No, we open at four, and I like to get there early to put chairs out on the patio and get my wine ready, and all you right. know all of that kind of. Yeah, I worked last night, too, and we always have the classic car show that goes up and down Main Street on Thursday night. Cool. Um, so that's kind of fun, because it's just filled with cool, groovy cars. Nice. Well, things yeah. are still good in California? Pretty good in California, All yeah. Right. They're, you know, trying to get that, that 
Gavin Newsom recall going, but hopefully that will fail. It's going to be a huge waste of money and time. Huge waste of money and time. Yeah. 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 Just because he ate out at a restaurant. Right. You know? It's really stupid. And he's spending spending too much money helping too many people out. You know, how dare he help people? Have gone how dare he help people? <laughs> I know, right? Right. Well, uh, it's let's talk when we have some time and you're not driving and trying to get to work, okay? Okay. All it's, right, Chris. Yeah. Happy Memorial Day weekend. Thank and, you. Um, yeah, be, right. be safe and and drink responsibly. All right. I will. Okay. I will try to remember that. I I am open this weekend, so I, I have to. I kind of have to. There you go. Yeah, yep. I can't. I can't show up hungover at my uh, at my store. It's not fun working that way. I'm going to work the antique store tomorrow, and it, it's not fun when you don't have a head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You got to. You got to have your head yeah. together, man. All right. Yeah. Uh, good to talk okay. to you. Say hello to the fabulous Murray the K. Okay. I will do that. Okay. All right. All right. I, I should say Murray DK. Get it? Murray. <laughs> D- I get it. D-E-C-A-Y, DK. I like that. Has anyone named him Murray DK yet? No. That would be fabulous. What a fabulous name. I would kill to have that name. <laughs> Murray DK. Murray DK. Like, we're, we're all old enough to know who the hell Murray DK was. Murray uh-huh. DK was. So, yeah. All right, no, thanks. his email is, um, you know, because he always worked with our, the little RD Yamaha 350s and 400s, so mm-hmm. his email was RD Shaw. I get it. I get it. Uh, <laughs> I, I know who RD Shaw was. Played that licorice stick, as they like to yeah. call it. All right. Cato, I love okay. you. We'll talk soon. All right. I love right. you, too. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. We, we just talked. What am I talking about? All right. While we were talking to Cato, we got another call here from a local luminary Todd Norlander who was my guest last week and I'm going to call him back see what he's up to because if anyone could help me compose a song about badass pickup trucks it's probably Todd hello hey there you are hey you called yeah I'm, I'm, yes yeah yes I'm supposed to be, re- be rehearsing right now uh well, I'm going to be rehearsing with, you know, this uh, puppet show, but mm-hmm. I have to learn the song uh, Going Fishing Blues. The Taj Mahal did it, but we all know it was by Henry Thomas, and I have about 20 minutes to learn that. So and I can't be on the phone long, but when you mentioned that your show was the anchor, the first thing I thought was, because I'm, I'm a big Minutemen fan, I thought, oh, my favorite song by Minutemen is the anchor, and next thing you did was mention Mike Watt. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, you know. So, <laughs> well, the show is ostensibly it's boat anchor. So the word boat in front of anchor meaning a big heavy object that you can't get rid of right. no matter how you try. So, yeah, but you know, I know I know what you're referring to. And look, I was gonna also try to compose a song that I can get Mike Watt to play bass on. How exciting would that be? He told me, yeah. and it's it's record it was recorded that he would play bass if I sent him a song. That needed bass. Wow. And, you know, I, I mean, mean I, go ahead. No, I saw the Minutemen, you know, at least a dozen times, and uh, he was a pretty exciting bass player to watch. The guy's a monster. He's a he's an absolute yeah. monster. And, you know, he's living out, the, he's living the American dream out there in San Pedro. But uh, I don't have a song, Todd. I mean, you know, I feel ridiculous because I feel like this is one of those offers that is going to expire. If I don't, you know, if I don't follow through on it soon, 
So um, I kind of want to write a song about badass pickup trucks and the dudes that drive them. Mm -hmm. You know, because those things are everywhere now. Everybody's got a huge hulking pickup truck that they like to ram up your ass. That's why they're called Rams. <laughs> they got the the Silverados. They got the Tacomas. They got the F-150, the F-250, the F-350. They're all getting larger all the time. I, I saw the phrase petromasculinity the other day. I thought that was yeah. pretty good. Maybe I could work that into a song. I got to rhyme that with something. Well, the way I see it, and there are a lot of those trucks in Saugerties, it's just like less room for me to ride my bicycle in the street. You know, you're supposed to have little space between the curb and, uh, and uh, I don't ride on the sidewalk. So, you know, the bigger the trucks get, the more likely I am to get squished. <laughs> yeah, and it's a kind of a narrow street, the one that I'm on, Partition Street. Yeah. And, and it's not, uh, Main Street's fairly roomy. But Partition, mm -hmm. you see these big hulking trucks come down from either direction, you're like, someone's going to lose a side view mirror. There's, it's just going to happen. Uh, you know? Uh, what do you think is behind all of this? Do you think it's uh, it's the petromasculinity, it's the bigger my truck, the, the the cooler I am, the more masculine I am? What's going on there, it, Todd? There's a good part of that, but there's a good part of, you know, this... Uh, First of all, the pe people need things, and you know, the, it used to be about having the most things, but it's also about having the bigger things, and and you know, somebody's you know, I can't afford to feed the kids, but somebody's gonna tell me I can't have a giant truck. You know, this is America. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, the truck is practically free. You got the low payments on it, and then it's a big tax deduction if you have a business. So. Yeah, why not? Uh, why not right. get the big truck? Because it's uh, somehow the classification when it comes to your business is, I think it's less expensive than like if you went out and bought a sedan. So of course all these dudes are buying trucks it's for my uh. business. And then you never see anything in the bed of the truck. The truck has uh, a cover on it, and it's closed up <laughs> from the elements, and there's never anything in there. By the way, the the bed is short. It's not like a long bed. But then there's a crew cab. So I, I, I don't get it. It all confuses me. I got to lay out all of these ingredients and figure out a song that Mike Watt will play right. on. So that's one of the things I got to do. But do you have anything in your life right now, a boat anchor, an object that you... I, I absolutely do. And it's like very amorphous. It's, you know, where I everywhere I've traveled in the past like six years, I've got four boxes that are full of like old East Village eyes and, you know, some Maximum Rock and Rollers and some, 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 you know, Soho News and like all these cool articles and all this, you know, someday I'll do a big exhibition or someday I'll look at them one more time and they're just these heavy boxes that are starting to fall apart full of just paper ephemera that is, is not even like sellable. It's just like, this is cool. This is cool shit. You know, someday, someday, I'll do something with it, but, you know, Interesting. a lot of it is from the 80s and 90s, and if I haven't done anything with it now, yeah. <laughs> I know somebody but, with a store. Maybe they can sell that stuff. Just saying. <laughs> Just yeah. saying. Old, well, old yellow village voices. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, that was might have been one of the uh, impetuses for opening this store, was to get rid of all that stuff that I didn't want to deal with getting rid of in other ways. I had a friend of mine reach out to me yesterday about putting stuff on Facebook Marketplace, and she said, hey, what's been your experience with Facebook Marketplace? Because I put something up there, and I'm getting what seemed to be a lot of scam people scamming me, scammers contacting me. And I said, yeah, that's pretty much how it goes there. It's a lot of, it's a lot of scammers. So uh, yeah. it's not the greatest thing. But here, it's a different experience. People come down here. We chat for a little while. They see if they can find something they like. And then uh, they go away with something they didn't know they were going to buy today. I mean, I find... <laughs> yes? Did, do you think that's... Um... I don't want to say like a sales technique, but sometimes if you like engage someone in conversation for, you know, just a little bit of time, and I know you do it because you enjoy it, but sometimes they feel they've become friendly enough that they they're obligated to that they have to you know buy something, and uh, yeah, I just, I think I, it's, it's a very valid motivation, but. I mean, I'm, and I'm not doing it so people will buy things. I mean, it's a nice side benefit if they do. But, right. yeah, I mean, I know personally when I go into a store, if somebody sees me and talks to me for a little while and if the vibe is good, it, it, it sort of greases the wheels a little bit. It just it makes the gears in my mind start turning and I start looking around going, maybe I can walk out of here with something, you know? So, yeah. sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I I think it's completely valid, but but you know I've gotten pretty good at judging when people come down here if there's somebody that wants to have a conversation or doesn't. Some some people don't really want to you know converse. They're not here to do that. They're here to look around mm -hmm. and you know make it quick, and they don't want to have a conversation. So I can kind of tell at this point. I think. Well, I, so. I have to say you're you're good. I, I have rock and roll ears. I, I definitely have um, about seventy five percent of my hearing in my left ear. And when I was down in your store today, and you know some folks were speaking, you know through those masks and it's muffled. Yeah, it's it sounds like the Charlie Brown, uh, right? <laughs> you know, teachers that you're referring to. Wah, wah, wah. I was like, ah. yeah. <laughs> I was told many years ago that I had good ears, and I think it helped a lot in my audio-based career. Uh, ah. Of course, I've ended up, like many people my age, with tinnitus or tinnitus, however you want to call it. I sort of fight through it anyway, but it's always there, and you just it becomes one of these you, things. You ringing? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you don't? You Wait a minute, you don't? I don't, and I've, I've never... I never wore, you know, earplugs, even cotton at any show. And I just went to so, so many blasting shows and I have diagnosed hearing loss in my left ear. And that was from standing, going to hardcore matinees and standing on the left side of the stage and getting the full, full, you know, uh, PA in my left ear. It's, I, re I remember the night it popped, but I don't have the ringing. Okay. Uh, so, well, it's, I... it's, it's, it's the one way I'm better than Peter Townsend, you know, it's like, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's it's possible mine is also, uh, it, 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 there could be any number of reasons, but I blame headphones. I blame wearing headphones since 1986. A matter of fact, well, I'm wearing do, headphones now. They do say that's a, a big cause, and I never did that. I, I'm like, I, I, I never liked wearing hats, and I never liked wearing he headphones. I appreciated the, 
you know, when you listen to loud music on headphones, the stereo effects and all, but I was just always a live music person. Yeah, I hear that. Even through the ringing, I hear that. So <laughs> so you're going to go do your rehearsal tonight, you said, right? You're definitely doing your yeah, rehearsal. And then when's, when's the performance? Uh, we're performing tomorrow between 10 and 2 at the Sorgatis Farmer's Market on Main Street doing this big uh, musical uh, puppet show, kind of, kind of just going to be charging, charging through the farmer's market with these big paper mache puppets but but if if it's raining out uh the whole thing will be wilted <laughs> well uh, it is an 80 percent chance of rain tomorrow yeah uh so that that's fairly bad odds right yeah um it's, it's yeah i know that the the farmer's market before has been canceled they canceled the market beforehand and so it's not up to us so we'll we'll see well it says here too though that it might taper off around noon and then dry up a bit but all ah, through this weekend well, they're calling for rain 80 uh, percent chance on saturday 90 percent chance on sunday and then on memorial day monday 40 percent chance of rain so uh, of course if you sample different weather apps they'll tell you different things so don't take that as the gospel and build your plans about the shit around the shit I just said. So it could be way off. But uh, I hope it's it's dry enough for you to be able to do that. Because what's better than a puppet show with live music? Nothing. Yeah. We, we got have one re- really, really good uh, showdown with uh, the three wolves and the big bad pig. And it's <laughs> comes Ooh. off pretty well. Might I scare some kids, so. Wait a minute, because be isn't the story the other way around? Isn't it supposed to be three pigs and a big bad wolf? Yeah. You yeah, flipped it uh, and reversed it? Yeah. Is that it, what you did? It's reversed, and, wow. uh, but, but it works really well. All right. Because, and, and you know, they, they're just, it, it's topical, too. Just out west, they're putting up, you know, they're, they're taking wolves off the endangered list, and the big pigs are going to be out there with their, with their high-powered automatic rifles like shooting left and right so couldn't be more topical (laughs) there are some people that aren't happy unless they're you know making noise killing something crushing something there's just there's a lot of savages in the world unfortunately a lot of savages out there and uh i i don't know what we do about them anymore i really don't i try to ignore them but they their whole raison d'etre is to not be ignored they don't want to be ignored that's why they make all that noise and Shoot stuff and kill stuff, and they they want you to notice them. That's that's like so. It's very hard to not notice them, you know, and to not be affected by uh, the way they act, which is in a craven, irresponsible way that basically says, "Screw you! I'm the only one that exists." So, it's well, very- that's always been my 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 musical impetus, you know. But there, I'm um, I'm in a controlled environment and. People can walk out if, if if they don't want my, you know, loud egotistical noise. So I hear that, even through the ringing. I did it again. Damn it! All right. Well, Todd, it's thank you for calling. Yeah. I appreciate it. I know you're. You know, you got a busy schedule yeah, tonight. To learn a so song. I appreciate that. Go learn that Can poem. It? Okay, learn that poem. Learn okay. that poem. I know the rest. 
All right. <laughs> See you later, Chris. Take care. Uh, making a lot of references tonight. For those of you who have been around a minute, it looks like the phones are working. I At least I figure that shit out. That's good, right? Because I heard Todd loud and clear, like nobody's business. And I can hear you, too. If you call 760-422-5528, 760-I-CALL-A-V. If you want to share with me your personal boat anchor, the thing that you have a hell of a time, you've had a hell of a time trying to get rid of, just can't seem to do it. And uh, as, as hard as you try, can't find somebody to take it. You can't put it in the trash. Uh, maybe it's got some kind of family connection. You're afraid to get rid of it. Something bad will happen. If you unload it, what? What could possibly happen? What would be the bad thing? Oh, I'd love to know. Is there a curse on it? Do you believe in curses? Really? Hmm. 760-422-5528-760-I-CALL-A-V. That number, by the way, is in Palm Springs, so don't be surprised. If uh, somehow Palm Springs shows up on your phone stuff, what phone stuff that might be, I don't know. But you know what I'm saying. Just trying to caution you. And if you've never called Palm Springs, this is your chance, baby. 760-I-CALL-AV. 760-422-5528. Aerial view on the air for another 25 minutes or so, and then... It's going to be time for some beer and pizza. Or as AOD like to say, pizza and beer. Which comes first, really? Is this a chicken and egg thing? I mean, I I don't know. Do you have the bite of pizza first or the sip of beer first? And if you have them both at the same time, well, people just think you're a gavon. Probably. 760-422-5528. 760-I-CALL-A-V. What's with all the music? That's what you're thinking, right? What's with all the music? Well, I had to cover myself getting up and walking away and grabbing a guitar. And um, my thing, I, I have to say at this point in my life, I think my thing is electric guitar. I'm not much for the acoustical guitar. I mean, I own acoustical guitars. And yes, I know they're they're called acoustic guitars. I 
say acoustical because it makes me laugh. And if you can't make yourself laugh, who the hell are you going to make laugh? All right, now who who took my guitar tuner? Hello? Is Don on the phone? I want someone to pull their head out of their ass and tell me what they did with my guitar tuner. It was in this drawer. And now it's not. Did I pull it out? Wait a minute. Alright, guess what? This guitar is not gonna. Oh, there it is. It was hiding. I just put new strings on this guitar. This is an Arita. A R I T A. Acoustical guitar. 12 string guitar made in Japan. In, uh, I wanna say the late 1960s, maybe early 1970s. I banged it three times on the way back to my seat. So that was pretty good, right? We got an incoming call from Unknown. Hello, Unknown. Yes. yes. It's your favorite uh, audio archivist. Who is that? Got to tell me who that is. Who's my favorite audio archivist? It's the guy who sent you the file uh, last week, I believe it was, uh, when your show was going... Uh, is going completely. in the crapper? Is this Frank? This is Frank, yes. Hey, Frank. From I, Philadelphia. I'm trying to remember if you've ever called the show before. Uh, once before. Actually, I think you name-checked me on Facebook, but um, that was like about probably 16 months ago. That's a that's a minute. That's been a bin- minute. Huh? Well, what, uh, what prompted you to call? You got a boat anchor you want to tell me about? Well, actually, uh, actually, I think you have a few of them in your shop. They're all. I have a, I have a huge audio receiver, or, or well, it's a, one of those big AV receivers. And who's it made by? But, but it's it's not uh, it's not something I want to get rid of. But it is really cumbersome when you want to move it. Um, I only keep it because it has a few nifty features. But I don't even have surround sound hooked up, so kind of a waste yeah they got away from all that i remember when it was like the bigger the better i have a couple of morantz yeah. uh, receivers in here that weigh a goddamn ton yeah well to- it's um yes, right? you know i got it for free so that was a bonus but uh that was probably the only bonus <laughs> what and did it, you tell uh, me the brand already and i forgot Tell me I'm sorry? Brand. Did you tell me the brand already and I forgot it? What's the brand? That must have got uh, buried under the the gating on this phone. No, it's probably, it's a it's a Denon, actually. It's a huge, one of those old, it's about 15 years old. Oh, God, I think I had the same one. Is it 5.1 sound? 7.1, actually. Holy crap, you want the extra two. Well... It was originally uh, for a theater that was going to be demolished. And the theater had like one amplifier in it, two channels, and somebody creatively um, put in a surround system consisting of flip-to-face speakers uh, for each speaker that went around the room. So it had like this faux surround sound. So we wanted, we wanted to put genuine surround sound in before they took this um, old movie theater called the Cinemagic um, and uh, to, to replace it, they were going to take it out to replace it with, uh, it would, now it's uh, student apartments. 
in West Philadelphia. So it was it was like a few months we had we were we were tasked with programming with uh, various independent films, and it was it worked very nicely actually for the for the time it was around. But then it went under. It went into storage under the stage, and then it stayed there for a number of years. And then we were like, "What are we doing with this?" And then, "Hey, why don't you just take it home?" So I took it home. Hey, Frank, do you own a twelve-string guitar? Do I own a twelve-string guitar? Yeah, I do not. Boy, they're a pain in the ass, huh? I own two electrics, actually, an American uh, Squire Strat. And a, a regular Strat. Boy, that word Squire, it's gotten so far from its origins, hasn't it? Yeah, I'm not I'm not really sure what the um, the value of it is even, but uh, it, it, when I first was playing it in the, it was, I think it was like actually, I, I'm, if I recall correctly, it was a thrift store. Um, it actually, uh, you could take the, the whammy bar all the way down, it was, it would pop back up and stay in tune. But, oh, there you uh, go. Not so much what else part, do you want in a Strat? But, uh, I'm sorry? What else would you want in a Strat? You want a whammy bar that works. That's about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well... But to get the to get that that Hendrix sound, I guess. Yeah. Well, he, he liked to do that dive bomb effect, and that's how you do it. I, I When I was a kid, I remember trying to master that. I spent the whole day one time with a Strat... And um, I finally figured out like how he did it because back then we didn't have the internet. You couldn't go look it up on YouTube. All right. Is that your uh, your dulcet tones coming through the phone here? That's the twelve string that's sort of tuned with a new set of strings on it. The Arita, Arita brand Japanese twelve string. Sounds strangely, strangely electric through this phone. It's really the connection is kind of weird. Yeah, you got a crap phone, I guess. What kind of phone are you talking on there, pal? It's a, it's a. Actually, it's a Panasonic. Uh, I am over. I am using VoIP, so it might that might have something to do with it. Well, I'm using voice too. Let's blame voice because it's a Google product. It's no, actually VoIP. Over IP. This is like an actual little box uh, with the phone connected to it. You know, the thing about talking to you, Frank, is the conversation gets more interesting as it goes. <laughs> uh, yes, now we're I, talking I, about the box I, I that you totally use. Agree. Yes, to very stimulating, I imagine. They're learning about uh, pay for a landline. Are you still working? And, and the like, sure. Are you still working, Frank? Are you retired? What are you doing? Oh, I'm uh, I'm I'm still a sound engineer. When when I get called, I actually am affiliated with the uh, Stagehand Union in Philadelphia, which is hopefully going to be wrapping up uh, at some point uh, this year. But it's slow going right now. Um, I still have my primary job, which is nice, um, which is uh, you know basically uh, UPenn audio engineer type of situation. So it's it's it. I'm I'm actually. One of the rare people that actually sustained the job through, like uh, through the whole uh, pandemic. So I feel, yeah, I feel rather lucky. Pretty good. I opened a store. Yeah, so I that. noticed. Yeah. All right. Well, how do we start this song about badass pickup trucks? How would you start a song like that? Because I, I got to get a song to Mike. What? Oh, you're, so, doing, you're doing it by uh, internet 
uh, you know, Dropbox. It's going to be collaborative. Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? Let me see what happens if I try to point the microphone towards the guitar hole. <laughs> How loud is that? Is that loud enough you can hear it? What do you think? It sounds like it's in tune, but, you know. Everything you play on a 12-string sounds like the new Christy Minstrels for some reason. Yes. You know what I'm saying? They're very, very bright. Walk right in, walk right out. Daddy, don't you? I don't know how that goes. Or it sounds like you're playing Keith Richards heroin songs. One of those two. That's a song in uh, Cafe Wa or something in like uh, 64. I mean, I like the way they sound, but God damn, it's a lot of work. I mean, tuning this thing, forget it. It's got six morning yeah, and, and the the calluses. You got to work up those calluses, buddy. Calluses, calluses, calluses. Yeah. Boy, I miss Charlie Callus. How about that? All right, I'm gonna have to work on this, and it's. I feel like I'm doing it in public. Maybe not the best idea. I know lots of I'll things. Frank, lots of things rhyme with truck, so I'm good there. Can you name some words that rhyme with truck? Duck. Yeah. Go through the alphabet. Yeah, that gating just makes you cut out every time you talk, you know. Can you get a screwdriver out and adjust the gating? Hold on a second. Is this better? Talk. Is this better? So far, it's much better. Oh, okay. How about, okay, there you go. What rhymes with micropenis? I got to get a line in there about micropenis. <laughs> Keep this between us. All right. There you go. It's really because of my micro penis that my truck is so big. And I'm angry about it. And I need to shout it. Hence the exhaust at a painful cost. And the stereo's loud. Uh, it's a work in progress. It kind of sucks, but someday it'll be something. This thing will grow up to be a song, and then Mike Watt will play on it. Well, maybe you can do something a little more modern, like about the uh, the new the new F one fifty electric truck. You know, the problem with that thing is it doesn't make enough noise, and you can't roll coal on a Prius. So my friend Kirill suggested. <laughs> The add-on package from Ford, the shock and awe package. 
And with that thing, you'd have simulated exhaust sounds. So you could sound angry all the time and you can rev your electric car, your electric truck, and then simulated black coal coming out of the stacks. But the black hole would smell like uh, coal would smell like patchouli or something. So hmm. how about uh, like a big pile of anthracite and a, and a big pipe in the back? Well, just, that would just light it up like then, they call it the rolling centralia or something. What like about that. The, all the kids with the asthma? You know, what about the kids with the asthma? They're already choking because of these vehicles. The electric Ford truck is a great idea. By the way, I'm all if anyone from Ford, what are the odds of that, is listening. Kudos to you, Ford. I used to make fun of you. In my family growing up, Ford stood for, what did it stand for, Frank? Do you know? Found on road, dead. Fix or repair daily. That was the other one. And so I, I don't want to I, I, I don't want to piss on your electric truck. It, it would electrocute me, first of all, if I did that. So I don't want to do that. But it's a great idea, and it's a time it's time has come. God, I, I hope you could sell some of them. But please consider the shock and awe package as an add-on, because these douchebags, these micro-penis types who are really, really angry, and they want us to know they're there with their loud trucks and their coal, their black smoke, they, they ain't going to be happy with a silent truck with no exhaust coming out of it. So you got to well, simulate we, that. Can, why don't you, we emphasize that you could pull an Edison with it, you know, like Edison electrocuted an elephant with, uh, with, with, DC, with DC current to show it's... Uh, it's hey, that's it's, a good uh, idea. Frank, you, you had a good idea. Did you see a light bulb go off over your head when you came up with that? Yes, but it was an uh, LED one. There should be a way for you to electrocute small animals with this truck. That would make it more appealing to these douchebags. The, well, there's the, the Abu Ghraib package, too, you can get with, uh, with the with Oh, the man, that's a throwback. Uh, add-on. Hadn't thought of that in a long time. Yeah, wow. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a font of different uh, obscure references. You know, uh, I like that one. No, that's see now we're putting. We're, it's almost like we're brainstorming for FOMO Co. You got the FOMO Co. You know, I'm not quite up on that term. Is it Ford is it like, Motor is it what Company? The kids are saying these days, it's the Ford Motor Company. Oh, I see. FOMO oh, Co. Oh, I, I get it. Not fear of missing out. No, that's FOMO. No, this is different. This is FOMO Co. Ford Motor Company. Yeah. It's a good one. Remember that one, Frank. FO run over. Fear of running over. No, I just, I think we got to do something about these trucks so they can sell them. If they're not able to sell these trucks, they're going to say that nobody wants them. And that's not true. People want a vehicle that, you know, requires a lot less maintenance. That's number one right electric vehicles require a lot less maintenance so there's well, you're, o- you're overlooking the the american ingenuity of actually um building in planned obsolescence and and needed maintenance uh for various items that are supposed to be purchased on a yearly basis so you know ford will work on a way to get that thing um, in the shop I'm sure. Well, not to, not to put the mechanics out of work, you know. They have to sell them first to get them in the shop. And I'm saying they're going to have 
a hard time selling them because of uh, the fact it's not noisy enough and it doesn't make any smoke. Well, they, so they got to figure those two things out. Baseball card package as well. In the spokes? Why the not? Yeah, yeah, sure. But I like your idea of being able to electrocute things like Topsy. When Edison executed Topsy the elephant. <laughs> Topsy, part one. Nice instrumental reference there. Hey, look at that, Frank. We're almost out of time. Thank you for chewing up so much time with me. I appreciate it. I thought I would I never get to this show. I have one more idea, though. What is it? You can, you can put, like, a Jacob's Ladder in the back and have, like, a big buzzing electric thing going on. Uh, yeah. I like that, too. Mm-hmm. Sort you of know, like, like, if you saw the movie Frankenstein, you know what Frank is talking about. Yeah, huge Tesla coil in the back. Something like that. I like it. Frank, I'm going to say All goodbye. Because right, I got five minutes left. I got to wrap this crap up. Thank everybody who took part. Who the hell took part? Cato. Out in California. We had Todd call in from right here in town. And that was Frank from uh, Philadelphia. Down there in Philadelphia. What chord comes next? I did it. I killed almost an entire hour with no guests. How did it happen? I don't know, but uh, I'll be back again next Friday. I don't know where. It might be here. It might be back at home. One way or another, we'll do a show. You and I together. I might even have uh, guests down here as we get on top of this pandemic. This show will replay on Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time here on thehoundnyc.com, where every Sunday at 3 p.m. Eastern you can hear new Hound Howl programs, followed by uh, Crash in the Party, the doo-wop chop shop of the year with Mark and Miriam. Thehoundnyc.com slash shop is where you can find Hound T-shirts. Go there and get yours, and uh, I will return again. Don't forget the podcast of... Aerial View is available at Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, sometimes YouTube, sometimes SoundCloud. A whole bunch of places. See you soon. Guess I got what I deserve. Kept you.
this is Eartha Kate again, back to remind you to take your belongings with you and to get a receipt from the driver. Have a perfect day. Wow. It's a matter of life. It's a matter of death. It's a matter of a beautiful Italian spy, seven killers, a voodoo witch doctor, a living corpse, a gorgeous double agent, 12 cars, five planes, 10 acres of land, a wedding reception, a double-decker bus, a fleet of speedboats, a sea of crocodiles, the beautiful sorceress named Solitaire, a man with a steel arm, and a retired Navy LST, all against one man. My name's Bond, James Bond. Roger Moore is James Bond 007 in Ian Fleming's Live and Let Die. 007 is on a worldwide manhunt, and the body count is going up. It's livelier, it's deadlier, it's Roger Moore as James Bond 007 in Live and Let Die. From United Artists, rated PG, parental guidance suggested. Live and Let Die.